What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Give it up for yourself. Because in a world full of hate, who's going to do it for you? I am your co-host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. Never needed an a.k.a. Along with my dancing co-host. State your name, bro. Oh, it was a party, man. Damn. Uh, Steven City P. Watson, and I was just shucking the job. It was like a, like, like, like like a house party mixtape. Okay? But guess what this is? We are uh, the brothers. brothers. We are. Shucking the job and still. Introducing the DJ, man. State your name if you want to say it. If you want to come over here, just do it. What you got to do? JMC, AKA. I'll just get over here. Yeah, whatever. Bring your governor state boat over here. Your little ass over here. Apparently, we got an in house DJ, our DJ of JMC. Do we call him AKA? DJ JMC. You already know why I got the AKA. Mm -hmm. Two jobs, of course. Um, I don't know if we get in the town hall business, but I'm gonna plug myself anyway. Man, just do the town hall business, man. New job, you feel me? Uh, oh, new okay. DJ gig, October 15th at Governor State Fashion Show, and uh, officially now host of my own podcast with two of my three of my homies. Matter of fact, I'm sorry. Uh, called the Winner Circle. Follow me on Snapchat and Instagram at Long Live JMC and on Facebook at Where Is JMC with a question mark at the end to find out more news about that. Yeah, Diego. Kevin, get your way yeah. out of here now. That was our love and pain in the ass, we brother. And that's our official DJ of the brothers. Hopefully, we have more and more and more often. Even though that was a prelude, we still got to do a little town hall business. We still got more of that? We got one more, man. Okay. Now, I got one. You got one? Uh, that was my town hall that was business. Your town hall business. Okay, well, I got a town hall business. I would like to give a shout out to somebody that's about to be my road manager. <laughs> Tia Roberts, what's going on with you? Appreciate you. Uh, stop gyrating. What? Your, your knee He's playing house music. Your knee, your knee is gyrating. I ain't even, your knee. I ain't even is gyrating. drinking it. And this is the yeah. thing. This is the reason why he can't do that right now. Because we got a bomb topic tonight. So for this topic, I'm gonna need his knee to be on his side because we are about to get, is on the blind. get into it tonight. What are we talking about tonight? This is something that everybody has done, and if you ain't done it, I'm sorry for you. We'll pray. I think everybody experienced this on some type of level. What about you, Steve? You ever experienced what we about to talk about? Steve, last weekend. Oh, what? Oh, uh, yeah. All right, we. You hear that? Bang, 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 ski, ski, ski. What we're about to get into tonight is the real icky, 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 icky. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about S-E-X. What is that? It damn sure ain't Scrabble. We're going to get into so many topics about that. I don't think nobody's going to get shot, DJ. But uh, if they do, hell, right. you know, it is what it is. Why do you always think sex is violent? Hey. I don't know. I got to yeah, read his natal charts. <laughs> hey, man, tell him to stop selling trap music, all right? Hey, it is what it is. But all today, right. we're going to get into this, man, and we're going to open up this. Matter of fact, just tell me something real quick, Stephen. Yes. What you feel about this whole sex thing, man? I think it's a wonderful experience. It's really? a life-altering thing. It changes your mind. It brings peace to your life. It brings you to a heavenly plane. I believe it is the most awesome experience that God has put us on this earth experience. Okay, we, uh, this... Man! This nigga's about to fly away like a butterfly, okay. Let me tell you something, but yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me something about it. Let me tell you something. Sex 
is something that everybody needs to experience. Mm-hmm. If you haven't experienced it yet, now I understand there's some virgins out there. Okay. And I'm all happy that y'all have, y'all committed y'all life to find the right one. I didn't have that option, okay? I had to uh, look. I had to uh, get it over with pretty quickly. So you know what? I'm actually wait, wait. fortunate. What? Wait, hold on. You say you didn't have that option of finding somebody that wanted to have sex with you first? Did something happen to you? <laughs> if it did, I don't even want to talk don't about. Don't talk it. about that. Okay, uh, there's legalities behind that. That's a I different think. type of podcast. We look. We were all. We were young. I was young. She was young. Other she was young. Um. Go on to the questions. Okay, look. I just. I don't feel like we got. Before we go into questions, JMC. Yo. How you feel about the whole? S-E-X side of things. Sex is great, but it's also extremely dangerous and not just because of STDs. Oh, man. Let that marinate. And why is that, though? You got a little bit more for it? Because uh, sex ain't just what people be making it think. Oh, uh, making it think. Think it is, I should say. Uh, right. It's also your energies and your soul connecting. So you feel me? Uh, let some demons eat you out if you want to and wonder why your life start going negative. And on that subject, let's get Basically, into it because he hit it on me. the head. We're going to be talking about sex, but we're going to be coming from so many different perspectives. So I want y'all to gear up. City P, step up to the stage. I need to ask you a couple of questions, bro. What, sex great again? Yeah. yeah. Demons were sucking. What? Huh? Oh, all right. Man. All right. This, this dude is horny. What the hell is going on here? What? Okay. I um, didn't... Uh, what? Let's just take a sharp, quick turn. And okay. I know we're talking about sex and, you mm-hmm. know, that it's all good and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know we got little issues going on in the black community, man. Right. Dealing with sex, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are dealing with, uh, quote unquote, the ain't shit nigga syndrome. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are dealing with the ep- epidemic of fathers not being in a home because somebody didn't decide to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So I want you to tell me in your words, what do you think sex really means? in the black community when you're dealing with black men and black women? Well, the problem is, it's because well, my thing is that sex is in the modern day black community has gotten real taboo. Okay. It's gotten real taboo. Because now it's more so about gender control, over bragging rights, over your reputation now. Cause, and it's really a double standard now. It's evolved into a bit of a double standard. I will admit that. And it's geared towards the most likely, and let's be real, it's geared towards benefiting men and kind of downtrodden women. You gotta give them credit for this. Now, what do you mean by downtrodden women? Well, let's be honest. Mm. Promiscuity in sex, it's, like I said, a double standard. For men, we've looked at it as a realm of bragging. Right. You tell people, man, you know, you're amongst the boys, and you tell me, yo, I smashed like three shorties last week. You automatically gonna get props from your boys or your crew or whatever it is. Mm. Well, I know. It, it happens. It yeah, happens. I, I've heard the story about the numbers. We talked about the whole numbers thing. I, I'm a strong believer of, look, you tell me you fucked 100 women. I'm gonna just put a third or a quarter of that, and that's what your real number is. I think you're lying. You're lying oh, a little bit. Okay. But we, that's what men do. They lie. We do. However, on the flip side, for women, you got to admit, promiscuity amongst women is kind of frowned upon because what societal impact has shown us is that women can't be looked at as promis- promiscuous. They can't look at as having multiple partners. 
they can't look at it as being able to enjoy sexual experiences more often than men do because they would look at it as a derogatory thing. Look at it as like tramps or skanks mm. or whores. They become objectified. You've seen that in the music videos that we've grown up on. That is true. Objectification has now become more and more and more and more you know, it came rampant, like especially around the late 90s, early 2000s, when gangster rap came out, objectification was all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. So sex was like a priority for a lot of men. So who do you think is actually doing the objectifying? Do you think that it's actually the, the, the rappers and the men that are telling the women that I want you to do these certain, let's just say it like this. Let me wrap this back all the way up. I like that. I like that. Between men and women, do you think it's the men blaming the women that they're being promiscuous, a.k.a. a little slutty? Or you think it's women shaming women for the fact that they're doing something that women actually all want to do, which is experience a lot of men? Hmm. Okay, well, I would say it could be a little bit of both, but let's be honest. But women have really put that pressure on other women like that. Now, it could go both ways. Men, I would say women have put the pressure on both women, but men have damn sure tried to enforce it. Because apparently, you know, men have to sometimes follow the norm of what the woman does. When we always talk about how women, especially black women in a black household, have a huge impression how black men operate. They have literally the backbone of the household. So if a woman, let's say for instance, your woman says, that type of shit don't work. I don't like promiscuity. That shit don't really work. I don't like that. That's that's disgusting. You're a, that's a whore. You shouldn't like whore behavior. You know, keep the peace in your home. You're going to be like, yeah, baby, you're right. I'll... I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that, you know what I'm saying? But deep down inside, you don't really care about that shit at all. What you don't care about? What you, you don't about? care about promiscuity. You don't you care, care about, about... You don't care about promiscuity. You care about your... You're getting yours. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Men give a fuck more about getting theirs than they do about how many they didn't fuck. All right, you're speaking in absolutes. You're going to... I'm gonna be we we gonna we gonna we gonna speak in absolutes because let me tell you something the number your body count has never to most men adult men I really don't believe body count has made that much of a difference it's about whether or not they fit into that body count because that because here's the thing though and people are wondering like well what you know doesn't that affect long term relationships but here's what I'm saying we're not talking about relationships we're talking strictly sex. Sex and relationships are two different things. Like saying sex and love are two different things. Okay. Sex and love can be completely separated. Men have no problem separating it. Trust me, we don't. Wait a minute now. Let me ask you something. Because you kind of hitting on a topic now. You said sex and love can be separated. Yes. So what is love then? Because if I can separate sex, then... You're telling me these two don't intertangle? They they're not interwoven together. They don't have anything to do with one. One's not the prerequisite of, of the other. These are just two opposite entities on other sides of the, of the spectrum. What is this love thing? Because if I could separate it, then well, shoot, I would have never had my heart broken in the first place. Well, but what's this love thing? Love thing is more. It's like it's a it's a it's a feeling of emotions. It's more of an infatuation. It's more of a how you're how you're attracted to somebody has become so great inside of you. And 
the thing is, it can generate over time and manifest to be something greater. But you can say sex may be built on the backbone of love. I mean, well, I say love, excuse me, love is actually built on the backbone of sex. So you can say that a lot of people have constantly have sex with one person and then end up being said they may love them, like their true emotions may come out. Mm-hmm. It can be a gateway for that. Right, Not right. necessarily something that happens often amongst us men, but it's a gateway sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like you ever tell about you and fuck the girl so hard and then at the end of the time, oh baby, I love you so much. It's kind of like you're oozing out a little bit of your emotions on that one. Right. You now, whether that be a real emotion or not, or maybe just an infatuation that you're feeling at that moment. Um, but the point is, uh, it's not really something that is entirely built on. Sex doesn't really have that much of a relative turn towards love. Sex has real statement right there. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no real relative turn for love and sex. Mm-hmm. Sex is just sex. Sex has been used for pleasure. Sex has been used for reproduction. Sex has been used for entertainment. Love is is what it is. I'll tell you like this. You can break it down like this, and this is just the most general. Break term it down. This is the most general term I can do. Is it's not about who you want to spend Friday night with. It's about who you want to spend all day Saturday and Sunday with. This nigga, this nigga, okay. That's the epitome of love. Boom! Okay, here you go. So that's how I look at it. All right. So basically what you're saying is, it ain't about how many women you know, it's not about the women you fucked. It's about whether or not you want to get up and spend more time with them after you get done fucking them. Oh, shoot, man. Listen. And that's where the love part starts. Listen, bro. So, that, that ish right there, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. But I'm going to have to agree on it. Some things, some things I'm going to have to disagree on. All right. Now, the thing that I'm going to have to disagree on is that I don't feel there is a separation of love and sex. And this is why. Because I don't feel that people truly know the definition of love. Just wanted to let it marinate, get my head off the scene, let it marinate for a minute. A lot of people look at love as a thing. Let's go back to English class. Proper nouns. Most people look at love as a proper noun, as in a place to be, as in somewhere to shoot to. Love is actually a verb. Love is to express. Love is to show. Passion. Romantic intensity is love. So the reason why I disagree with you with the fact that I don't think you can separate love from sex Mm-hmm. Because just in the mere fact of black men and black women experiencing sex, what do you do? You show intense passion. You show intense romanticism. Mm-hmm. Because sex is one of the most passionate things you can possibly do. Although you might not be romantically attached to that person, in order for your sympathetic nervous system to react, in order for your thing to get hard enough to insert into her vaginal walls, I should have been a poet. I should, I, I've missed my calling. Okay. In order for you to do that, you have mm-hmm. to experience a sense of intensity for that person. Mm-hmm. Hence love. You have to have passion for that person. Hence love. You have to have the action, the verb. So ask me again, or I ask myself, 
is sex love? I would have to say yes. Because I can't have any of those prerequisites without displaying what we talk about as love. And I think that's what's going on in the black community, people. We have used social media. Well, actually, we didn't use it. Social media has used us to make it seem as though these two things are separated. But you can't separate. Wait a minute. Did you really have something to say? Yeah, I did. Go and talk to well, people. see, now I have to ask you this question because what you brought up this, I've asked a question. Isn't that more geared toward the person more than the overall concept? Because not everyone feels that way on the connection of sex and love. That's why I said people are more like to separate sex from love. But like I said, most people don't even understand that sex is a verb and not a noun. And that's one of the things that's plaguing the black community. Just like the young bull said, sex is not something that just happens. Sex is an exchange of energy. Emotion. Energy in motion. You cannot tell me that even with the person that you hadn't felt the most romantic feeling towards, you had a lot of energy and motion towards that person when you was having sex. So this is emotion, the act of sex. And this is the most passionate, intense part of the emotion, which is sex, which correlates in love. So I don't think it's that love and sex are separated. I just think black men and women don't know what the hell we talking about. Because energy, no matter if it's romantic intensity, all comes from the same place. And if you get back to the more antiquity terms for sex, this is an antenna I got in between my legs. This is an antenna. This is not only a phallic symbol. This is a transmission of who I truly am. So the act of love, the act of sex, going inside of another woman's walls, touching every one of her walls because she is the receiver, just like a ball is received in a catcher's mitt. She is the receiver of my energy. And no matter if I feel mentally that I love her or not, if I knew what the hell love was before I broke it down, she is still receiving an intensity of who I am. No matter if I love in the expression of love, which is sex, I hate her, I hate myself. You can't separate these energies right here. And that's one of the things that's plaguing the black community because we don't even know these tools that we're using are so much stronger than we give them credit for. You, you, got, you got the love box in between your legs. You need some water. You can dinner break. Tell us some antennas and shit. Tell us you need some water. This nigga over here playing real love. Sprung bastards. Look, anyway. And I'll give you, I'll give you another example. Because you can't have one. Intercourse is boring. You can't have one without the other, though. Intercourse and sex. What's the difference between intercourse and sex? Boring. No, no. Let's, let's be real about it. The difference between intercourse and sex is. Sex, you are saying, is a mentally stimulating as well as a spiritually stimulating situation. Intercourse is a situation where your body has reacted and you're sticking your inside of the... But at the same time, no, because we ain't got to be... This ain't, ain't PG-13. We ain't got to be gratuitous about it. You know what I'm talking about. But 
Both of those nonetheless requires the mind and the nervous system to fire to the point where your body is erected and that woman's nervous system is firing to the point where her body gets wet. That is the act of love. If you break it down in the Egyptian terms, the greatest showing of love is intercourse. So how can we go all the way? Let's fast forward back to 2018. And we've got to the point because of social conditioning, uh, the way that the media propagates what sex is, and basically it's for political agendas. It's not even for what it actually is. We've got to the point where we don't even look at sex as an expression of love. We look at this as something that is as separate as having water over here and having oil on the other side. Well, I was going to bring that part up because socially now, well, apparently from what you're saying is, because socially now, it really makes it a lot easier to separate the norms. Like emotionally, you can be emotionally combative about that too. You can never. So, you well, because you can be emotionally combative. Yeah, you, have, you can be because, I mean, the idea of getting emotionally, too emotionally invested in something like that due to sex and then getting hurt by that can really numb the pain of that. It can really numb you. To that ideology. Let me ask you another question. What's up? Big bro. Now, if sex did not have the verb of love, then how, and I want you to think about this, because most of us experienced sex when we were younger, you know, and I'm not going to say when you were 10 or 9 or some of y'all did, keep it to yourself. But when you're 16, 17, 18, you know, most of us at some point dabbled in sex. At that point, you didn't even know what the concept of love was. Right? No. You didn't know the concept. Did, did you know the concept, Mario, over here singing this shit? No, I didn't. Okay. Liar! Oh, no, no, sorry. You did not know the concept of love. But you just stated that when you had sex, you exchanged energy that was not reciprocated to the point that it made you be jaded. So how is it that this energy vessel that we talking about is sex is different from love. Even at the con- wait a minute, even at the concept that you didn't even understand what love was, you knew that feeling that when you got finished and that girl rejected you, that you did never want to experience that again. What you didn't want to experience again? Because you can't have rejection without expectations and the intensity of those expectations, which is love. Well, you can't really guarantee that you don't understand love because at that age, when you're speaking of from the dates of 16, 17, 18, you're not guaranteed you know what exactly that emotion is. You're not you're still processing things. Mm-hmm. You're not sure what that emotion is. You're not sure what that feeling is. You don't understand that concept. All you understand is the feeling. Well, now I will admit you probably spend spend the rest of your life trying to chase that feeling again with multiple targets. You can spend the rest of your life doing that. But eventually, like I said, with societal impact nowadays, it's like it's making it much, much easier to separate the concept of love and sex. So, so as you, you get older. As you get older, mm-hmm. it becomes really just moot points. Like, you can really just... It really is a disgusting tired idea of this. I have to bring this up. But you can go ahead and just buy a, buy a stripper and fuck them and don't feel nothing about it. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. That prostitution has been running high. On the Arnie side of the game. So You know about Arnie's. <laughs> Let's not sit there... That's, you know look, Arnie's done put a lot of lonely <laughs> niggas in the South Side brew, okay? So shout out to Arnie's. Y'all have been servicing the community for a very, very long time. I don't know how long. Um, how do you know? They got a restaurant over You've been Arnie's. No, Arnie's. <laughs> He's been Arnie's. He lying. 
You lying. You've been the honest. You just told on yourself. Nasty boy. You're like, whatever. We all been through that. We we ain't. Whatever. Look, the bottom line is, is that when you get older, unfortunately, when you get older, the emotional sex and love kind of gets really blind, more gets blurred, blurred, and then starts to separate. And that's been socially conditioning. Well, let me ask so, you a question about social conditioning. Okay. Who is and what is the social conditioning that's going on that made the essence of having sex in the black community be completely separate from even being in love with that person, even experiencing love, even even thinking about anything romantic? Who is doing this? What well, entity is we doing are, this? it's being combative now basically because I guess you could say it's systemically. Okay. She says systemically, com- systemically, we are being now bred to be combative towards each other as men and women. So it's not really. Oh, hold on, hold on. Sarah, you nasty. What she said? Okay, let's just keep on going. What she said? Hold on, I want to see. <laughs> what did you know about that fifty dollars special there, Sarah? Find Jesus. Sarah knows about the fifty, not the fifty dollars special I'm sorry though. To cut you off, so I'm sorry. Nah, Sarah, you tell us. You elaborate on that. You need a prayer. Elaborate, nah, elaborate on that. Because I don't know nothing about no $50 special. I'm sorry, bro. But I ain't never been. But anyway. What the fuck was you talking about again? $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50. $50
And I'm supposed to say this is a keeper. Tell me, in your words, and the DJ, do you feel that that is a keeper woman or do you feel that is a clean sweeper woman? Hell no! Explain. I mean, no! (laughs) So you don't think that a woman being a freak is a quality that you need if you would think about being in a serious community? Not off the bat. Not off the bat. Explain. Not off the bat because now you're just in, you're just entrapping you're entrapping my sexual desires. Okay, like I said, a, what you mean by entrapping? You mean like hey, throw this shit all? <laughs> <laughs> Our DJ is feeling himself. Hey, um, y'all talking about man? That. You no, no, hey, 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 I ain't I ain't for all that uh, shit. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, it is a sex episode. Look, look, I understand that, but you know, there's still well, there's no women around here. Okay, just answer the question. But anyway, the point is, is that on what it's not really you. There has there's layers to that. Okay, now for her to be a freak in the room, you're already attracting our sexual side. You're enticing us. You're already drawing us in. Our intrigue is there. But once that nut gets shot off, that's when the real fun begins. It's kind of like you got to figure out who the hell I'm dealing with now. So it don't matter how much of a freak you are in bed, but it will show something. I will give you credit, though. It will show more of your adventurous side. That you are a very adventurous person, that you wanted right. to try new things, that right. you are open-minded as well. Right. So those are gonna be qualities that you can have, mm-hmm. but that's not just exactly that's gonna make that uh, open and shut case that oh I want to be with this person. You just may be enticing my a side of me that I you know never thought I wanted to experience. DJ, how you feel about that question, bro? Um, I say that's a double-edged sword. Okay. Stab yourself. Niggas want somebody want to show you nasty. Right. Niggas don't want freaks. <laughs> <laughs> because then you leave inside the man's head. What are you going to do when I leave that you know I can't accomplish? Because your eight inch dildo don't bust a nut. All right. Ever. Your eight inch dildo, dildo don't get soft. All right. Ever. It don't get tired. None of that. So you gotta go to work in the morning. It's either. like Big Bro just said. After I bust this nut, in this moment of clarity, come up and I look up, <laughs> and all of this shit. Is That's what all happens. Still right. on your uh, your dresser. I'm like, oh damn. This so is- <laughs> you don't really need me here. Cause man, you just kind of want to be here on some ah that nigga here, mm. but I ain't really need that nigga. I could have did it on my own. So you feel and you feel too. That it's fun. You it's fun. Okay, but fun, fun is one thing. Don't get me wrong. Fun is one thing, but you feel that in the bigger scheme of things, as far as if I'm gonna make this girl potentially my wife, this is a strike against her, or this is a strike for her. Well, like I said, like he said, well, that moment of clarity is a motherfucker. Okay, but what in that moment of clarity? What are you feeling about that woman? In that moment of clarity, I realized, damn, I didn't think I was that one. Okay, this nigga, I don't, okay, uh, go to the DJ, exactly. It's what? Gonna take, <laughs> it's gonna take this nigga need a nap or a Pornhub site. I don't know what is, okay, DJ, tell me something, brother. It's going to take me a you second. You ain't got your own category uh, before? <laughs> it's going to take me a second to process that situation. What's up? Don't you tell me you don't have a category? I do. Yo, what's your category? Ghetto, ghetto uh, females. Ghetto uh, females. Ultimate surrender. I have categories. You have categories. Yes. Okay, so why the fuck are you acting brand new about this right now? First of all, why you gotta come at me? Cause you are category? offending the honor that is pointed up. <laughs> you, you, 
How dare you? How dare you offend the honor of of a website, a beautiful website that's put a lot of men through lonely nights? First of all, I didn't know you was making commission by Pornhub. Look, you are. I'm gonna do are, you a, are you doing affiliate marketing with Pornhub? Maybe. And they cut me a check. If they sponsor the podcast. If they sponsor the podcast, I'm all for it. Cut us a check. The I'm about to check. Pornhub, I'll be your endorser. Just give me the check. Okay, well, anyway, let's okay, get back on topic, all right. please. All right. Come on. Now, you don't feel that if a woman is displaying that her freaky side, her freaky nature, you don't feel that that's a strike against her as far as being a potential woman you will make your girlfriend. I don't think it's wife. a I don't think it's a strike against her, but I will say that it's going to take a lot more than just you showing me your freaky side for me to want to be committed. But is it just the act? Is it a strike for her or a strike against her? It would be a strike for her. I would say it would be a strike for her. Okay. And w- but I understand that men would find that somehow intimidating to them. Oh, do tell. I do that. understand because a man can say they're a freak. Because like I said, it comes back to ego. Men can say they are true freaks and they like to get down. They like to fuck all the time. They like all the all that riffraff and rigmarole that they like to talk about. Until they meet a woman that maybe is a little bit more freaky and a lot more sexually aggressive than they are. Now, the problem is that, that men aren't usually used to that. Oh, They're usually okay. used to being the aggressors. So when you're... Not the aggressors. A man basically saying they're the bigger freaks. They're the more kinky ones. They're the ones that are more promiscuous. They're the ones that want to have it more than women. But when you want to cross a woman that's like that, it's not necessarily something that men are most prepared for. You know what, man? I got to do this. I don't want to do this. But I got to call bullshit. Why? On you and on YouTube. And this is the reason why I got to do it. Tell me why. Men are naturally, naturally, just the way we made up, just the yin side of the game. We are naturally protected. We naturally want this woman or whatever entity we with to be with us and only us. I'm not saying in a society norm. I'm just saying innately. If we're talking about, is it a possibility that you may have a child with somebody else? How can we make that not? Oh, Don't do any sexual activities with anybody else. We're talking about on the innate side of the game. So if men, but we're going back to innate. Innate is by nature. It's not about any type of economic or society pressures. This is innately how I feel. If I was in a cave and my girl was in a cave and I'm about to have sex with my girl to make a child, but she get on top of the cave, do a pussy popping on a handstand, I'm going to think that the dude in the other cave might have been showing my girl how to do this. So that might in- decrease my chances of having offspring with this woman and it being mine. I'm going back to the innate phase of this stuff. Oh, you're going to prehistoric time. I'm going back to the prehistoric time. I'm going back to the, to the, to the homo elificus, the tool bearer. You That's are going, going back, back to but bedrock. Just, but just to make my point, that is naturally a possession thing when you're dealing with men. And in possession, not control, but in possession, in protection, most men don't want a female to experience any type of sexual pleasures, especially if it's at an advanced state that they ain't had no thing with. They ain't do nothing. They ain't show it. They ain't talk to her about this. They do not want a female to walk into the door with an extra freaky state 
and they had nothing to do with it. So to say that you came in, you were flipping up and down, you were all up on the headboards, the ceiling, the chandelier, and I looked at you and said, I'm going to make you my wife. First of all, you're dealing with your left brain at that point, your logical brain. Because after you bust that thing, why they say in the moment of clarity, but that's actually the hormones releasing and your brain becoming free to think how it normally did again. You're dealing with the left side of your brain, the logical side of your brain. And logically, innately, it's going to tell me that this woman has experienced sex on a level that may mean that she might be promiscuous or innately, it might be a chance in the future that she might not have my baby because it might be somebody else. That is a natural reaction in the in the man's mind to say, wait a minute, who taught you that shit? Who showed you what you know? And not only who showed you, how many people showed you? Because you ain't learned that with one person. And I don't care what nobody say right now. I'm going to speak I'm gonna speak as Dante Chase Bridges. I don't like a body count being too high. Now, why is that? I could, I could go for the whole, well, you know, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't like a body count being too high because I understand that if the body count is too high, it's too much energy inside of that pom pom. Next, I don't want the energy to be too high because I know that all that man meat inside of you now has caused you to lust after things that may be outside of me. You may want a man that has a different personality than I do, a different characteristic than I do. You wouldn't experience that if you wouldn't have had all that energy inside of you in the first place. So, do I want a woman to come in the bed doing poop pop on a handstand? Not really. Do I want her to come in the bed and we explore it together? Yes, I do. And you can call it caveman, you can call it whatever you want. But the innate man, masculine, alpha male in me wants to be first in line and first in time. And I don't want no woman that's going to display that she may have dibbled and dabbled with a lot of other men except me. And that is a way of showing me you got experience. You know what you're doing. I don't like that. I like how you just clean up the words that you use, like poom poom, pee popping, man meets. This I is, like that. This was is this is BET uncut edited version that I'm trying to. Show. That's, that's the crappy version. <laughs> that's a really tense. So you don't agree with that, man? Look, I don't agree to that editing part, but yes, I, I guess I can understand what you. Some men, like I said, some men don't like that type of uh, thing. But what happened? What you say, girl? Let's read this out. Keisha, I, I don't, we going to pick on you for a minute. Yes, Keisha. What so you the say? question is, but what if the female have a low body count and get all of the skills from watching fuck.com? She knows the internet. Okay. Oh, you're watching <laughs> fuck.com. So what I would say right now, as far as society norms, if you're with one male and you're telling me this, that you're getting these skills from that one male and watching this one porn site, that's okay. But it better be from a monogamous relationship that you've been with for a long time. If you're telling me that you've learned these things and that, now you're telling me or now you're showing me you displaying characteristics that'll make me say I could potentially have her as a wife because it shows she can stick in something in the long run mm -hmm. and also she don't have a lot of man energy inside of her. Now, what you do mentally inside of your mind, that's for you. Right. Because we all have our own thoughts. We all think about things. We all watch our little porn, this and that. But what you physically show me is 
that although you can be freaky, you can be freaky inside of a committed relationship for a long time. And that kind of super, super exceeds you being with a lot of men or you being freaky. That just tells me that when you're in a relationship, you're comfortable enough to express your sexual side with you. Completely different argument right there. Well, I got You know what? I have somebody brought up an interesting bonus question to me. This is just a little, little bit of a segue off it a little bit. Let's bring up this little bonus question. What do you feel about stimulation? You mean like clitoral stimulation? Yeah, clitoral stimulation. <laughs> what would you prefer? What would you prefer? The clitoral or, you know, penile stimulation? I am a guy. What the hell are you asking me this Okay, what would you... Do I prefer clitoral stimulation? Yeah, like if you prefer going... <laughs> okay, here's the thing. As a man, would you prefer to go down on a woman or have a woman go down on you? Because there's certain preferences of the woman asking this question. Okay. Women ask this question. And you know what? I'm not even going to act like that because there are certain people that like to experience someone. Right, exactly. So I'm like, what? what? Now, oh. I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying, listen, I ain't talking about nobody else, but um, I do like to uh, go down on my woman. I do get a lot of pressure from doing it. Mm-hmm. That's something that, uh, you know, I, I like. I like that. So would you choose that over your woman going down on you? No, no, but see, at the same time, because now you're saying either one or the other, we're going to have to be uh, reciprocating. Well, the thing is, some people have their own preferences, and uh, you can't knock people's preferences sometimes, this is what they prefer. Some people have claimed they don't go down on women. Men have claimed that they don't go down on women, but they claim they don't go down on men. Right. I think they're lying, I think they're full of shit, I think they either they really have, I think they're, in my attempt to try to clean up the word, bees. They punk, might, they're not these because they ain't going down. They ain't I, I, I make home. it They're punk ass bitches. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. But look. Okay, mama, you can't watch this episode. Oh, you can't watch this episode. <laughs> but the bottom line is, <laughs> I think that, I ain't gonna lie, man. I actually prefer, I enjoy going down on a woman. Very okay. much so. And the thing is, a woman will go down, give me some head. I mean, I enjoy that too. I ain't gonna really nut off it. Oh, okay. And this is something I'm about to tell someone a little bit of a freaky side. Oh, okay. I don't come off ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't come off ahead. That's a very bold thing I just said on this podcast, and I can't believe I said that. But it's true. I don't come off ahead. I enjoy it. There's a lot of men that don't come off of uh, oral sex. You know, we call it retarded ejaculation to be asked. What? You You made that shit up. I don't understand what the fuck you're If anybody is watching this, I'm going to bet him $100 that retarded ejaculation is a real thing. I'm not going to. He's not going to take the bet because he fears that this is actually a real thing now. Nah, because I ain't got $100 to spend right now. Okay, bet bet me $5. I bet you five dollars $5. Somebody go look up retarded ejaculation. One of them got to look it up. (laughs) Not one Keisha, of us. Sarah, Sarah. anybody. Go Somebody inbox it to me. Not him. Go inbox me. Inbox, inbox me. Somebody send me what retarded ejaculation is. This is the actual definition. If it is, I will pay that man five dollars to his face live on this podcast next week. I'm a goddamn scientist. Are you serious? Gonna really get back in the picture, man. We still Fuck gotta talk. Shit, man. I don't buy that bullshit. Oh my god. But Science has lied a lot a lot of things. You know one of the reasons why I said that about um Damn. yeah, we're gonna segue all the way yeah. off this topic. But the reason why I said that about, you know, I enjoy, you know, pleasure in a woman sometimes more than receiving it is because it's 
it's actually a part of my zodiac makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about the romantic sexual side of the game, I am a Mars and a Venus in Libra. And if you know anything about Mars and Libra, Venus and Libra, the one thing we like, we like to give, we like to pleasure, we like to show people how we feel about you, whether it's romantic, mental, or sexual. But the one thing we don't like is when we feel like we're being taken advantage of. So when you talk about the sexual side of the game, as far as all sex or however it is, if I ever feel like a woman is taking advantage of me, maybe I won't do it. But if I feel, well, okay, I see. Oh, no. But if I feel, but if I feel taken advantage of, I don't want to reciprocate. I want the whole thing to be done. So that's so apparently on an update. (laughs) Apparently, somebody who's been watching the podcast immediately (laughs) went and found a definition. Apparently, to challenge what I'm saying. And inbox it to me just now. You don't even have to find a definition. I know it's true. So just got look, I'll be receiving. I don't believe that's true. He's not even gonna give me. I don't want five dollars. I want you to cash app it to me, <laughs> and we are gonna do the transaction on air next week. That's what we gonna do. It's okay though. I, I need that. It's lunch money. It's I'm not, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I haven't read it. I haven't read it. So technically, it's not real yet. You should have took my advice, man. Fuck you. Oh, look, look, move on. All right, man. So moving on, man. You know, we talked about sex, but we talked about the good things, the the, the fun, the freaky diggy. But let's get into some real stuff about sex. What fans are petty? A lot of th- yes, and 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 you should not have took the bet. Oh no. A lot of things. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, come here. JMC, come here real quick. Hold I on. I want to step out of this shot <laughs> for one quick minute. I'm going to bring the DJ in. JMC, come here. I missed whatever. We'll You're about to slide out. Come and here. I need y'all to. T- I, need, I need for you two to explain to the public why I've just stepped out of the shot. I don't know what just happened. Say hello to mom. My mom. Why, hey, my mom. mom. Hey. How are you? What's going on? How are you, mother? You really shouldn't have turned into this episode. Miss Watson, I am so, so sorry what you're about to <laughs> what you're about to hear. We we've had a lot of episodes, but um uh oh, it's very no. coincidental that this is the one that you um Right, like told. she saw the I, you know what I bet it was in her level. Because here's the thing though. Uh, and our mother's subliminal sense of pettiness. Because <laughs> she laughed about it. Look at she laughed. And our mother's subliminal level of pettiness. She saw the topic of discussion we talked about and immediately said, well, I'm going to step in and see what they have to talk about this. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, you got some more water or something, bro? Hurry up and get to the last episode. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's cut this episode real short. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Watson, but we're about Let's to Let's go to the educational some... part of yeah, the show. About... And that's good, because we... we're about to get into some education part of it. Now, she we said, talk... exactly. Yeah, I know. We talked about all the... I bet you ain't going to cuss now. <laughs> but all that cussing gone now. My mother's a deacon. I ain't trying to do all that. We have discussed the good stuff, the, the freaky deaky, the... the um... No, we haven't. We'll, 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 well, we hit on it. We touched on it. Let's talk, in, let's talk into the real about sex. Now, there's a lot of potential risks for having this sex that we talk about. STDs. 
bad relationships, mm -hmm. a baby mother that you don't get along with, a baby father that you don't get along with, the court system, getting your license revoked. It's all right, man. She, she know you too. She said you in trouble too. Why? I didn't. You in trouble too. Ha ha. You with us. You in the same boat now. I, I, I didn't you in the boat with us. <laughs> you in the boat with us too. So uh, you have a lot of situations going on with this. He's special. He's special. But let's let let's keep it real, real quick. Let's let's get serious. When you're dealing with sex, you are dealing with energy, and you're dealing with an energy that has been stored inside of your body since you've been born. Whatever traumatic experience you ever had, whatever devastation you ever had, whether your mother died, whether your father died, whether you never knew your mother or your father, whether you were abused as a child, whether you were molested as a child, anything and every energy vessel that can go into your body gets expressed when you have sex. So when you have sex with a person and you may be dealing with things like low self-esteem, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, all types of mental illnesses that pop up. We'll, we'll get into that later. But all types of things that pop up inside of your soul that you haven't expressed to your partner. And you look at this and you have sex with this person and all of a sudden this person's personality starts to change on you. Not you, because you are the vessel. You're the one that's giving it to that person. But that person's personality starts to change on you. I want your opinion. If we know that sex and this antenna in between our legs is that powerful that we can transfer all of the emotional trauma we've ever had in our entire life to that person, why in the hell aren't we more responsible about who we have sex with? Oh, I mean, man. Well, see, like I said, that also, like I said, there's a lot of factors that can play into that, too. <laughs> keep it playing, keep it playing, keep it playing. Okay. <laughs> I got to step up closer because I got to see what she's saying. She said she got it. Y'all uh, do it. Lying. <laughs> she just scared us now. We just, look. Uh, <laughs> um, nah, I think it's a lot of layers behind that. This could be, like I said, it could also be due to that. could also be due to emotionally. That could also be due to ego. That could also be due to a lot of... Like, those two are mainly what I want to focus on. Emotionally, and I touched on this subject last time, and I know we went back what we argued about that, too. But like I said, emotionally, the side effects or the backlash of certain things can also kind of be thrown out the window when you start thinking emotionally. Because, like I said, emotionally sometimes can cloud judgment, but better judgment. Like, you can be so caught up in a moment... Let's say, for instance, you're stroking it and you caught up in the moment of emotion and you're not wearing protection. You ejaculate. You're not wearing a condom. She doesn't have birth control. She tells you six weeks later, I'm late. We all know what that means. Okay. So emotion and the passion of that moment could definitely cloud your judgment. It's happened before. Because that's how have a lot of babies have been brought in out of wedlock, I guess you could say that. Or a lot of babies have been brought in from two couples, from two people who don't really mesh that well in the first place or never really want to mesh outside of the bedroom like that in the first place. It also be due to also because the ego, because ego-wise saying, 
you shouldn't feel like you have to take the responsibility. It's always brushing the responsibility off to the next person. I've had a person tell me one time before, one of my male friends told me one time before, that they, um, when they had sex with a woman raw dogging, at their moment, in their minds, they literally said, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't got no condo, but fuck it. I might as well nut. I ain't like I'm gonna see her again. And that's the ego. Mm-hmm. That's some very that's a very egotistical shit. Now that is a problem. That is a very serious that's a serious problem because that's showing a very lack of maturity. But the pro- it's but it's it's really a really uh sad almost. It's like we're not exercising enough caution right there. We're getting so wrapped up in ourselves and worried about caring about what ourselves and not caring about the other person. Right. Because it takes two to do this. Mm-hmm. To engage in a sexual activity. And we're not taking heed and care for the person who is opposite of us. It's mostly just about ourselves. So at a certain point, sex can become really selfish. Let me ask you a question. And I want to ask the DJ a question. Do you know the true definition... And not even the definition. Do you know the true purpose of having sex? What we have to do? With? Uh, we talking about outside of just outside of outside of basic reproduction. Um, I would say I got my own definition, but not. So enlighten me on that when you decide you feel that you want to explain that. Steve, what about you? I'm. When it was mostly about reproduction, or basically for a human connection to be meet to be, you know, basically designed for human connection. Human connection. To see, to spiritually lift. That's in a way. I'm not sure what you're following with this way. You might as well explain to us, but I'm not sure. So, what do you mean? the true meaning of having sex, and and this goes back, like I said, to antiquity. The true meaning of having sex. Babies are not the root of having sex. Baby is a symptom or a byproduct. The true expression of sex is to unlock every chakra inside of your body in order for you to experience kundalini. What do I mean by that? You know how Christians and people that are of the Muslim faith and people of the Judas faith Go to church, go to mosque, read the Kabbalah, read the Septuagint, read the Bible, and they're trying to connect closer to God. The reason why you're reading the Bible, mm-hmm. would you agree, and in, in the uh, the Kabbalah is to connect closer to God. Yeah. Would you all agree? Yeah. Okay. So, what people don't know is that the act of sex is the quickest, fastest, and most accurate way to connect your body and your mind at the same time to God. So the true reason of having sex is not in order to experience pleasure. Pleasure is a symptom, just like children are a symptom of having sex. The true meaning is what these Catholic people look for when they go to church, go to Friday Mass. It's what the Baptists look for when they go to church on Sunday. It's what the Muslim looks for when he's in the mosque. The true meaning is to connect to God. You connect to God, like I said, with this antenna and the receiver, which is the woman. Once you unlock those base octaves that wrap all the way around up to your head, that's why you see 
Anybody ever seen a medicine symbol that got the staff and the two snakes wrapped around it? Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? Well, most people don't understand that that is the definition of what sex is. They're wearing sex, but they're doing it symbolically to represent healing. Because sex is supposed to heal the human mind, the human spirit, and the human body. And the kundalini, which means the awakening, is supposed to connect us to the higher source. Sex acts as the conduit or the semiconductor in order to connect us to the spirit realm, the essocentric realm of life. If you truly understood the power of having sex with somebody that was aligned with you and understood these same principles, you wouldn't have to go to a therapist anymore. You wouldn't have to consult somebody or ask your mother, what's my life purpose? Why do I feel suicidal? Why do I suffer from bipolarism? Because these are all energies. You wouldn't have to ask a professional about these things. Because to experience sex on the truest form with another person that's aligned with that same spirit is to experience a connection with the source that made all this shit. And once you are connected, this is what the Hindus call the Kundalini process, the awakening process. This is what the San- this is Sanskrit. This is ancient antiquity. This is what this stuff truly means. In order to connect to those spirits, mean that you now unlock every answer or every question that you ever asked or any human has ever asked in the history of life. Sex is the conduit to unlocking the purpose of life. But because social media, propaganda, and the way that the media and these 13 families of the world has propagated sex to be on the black community, because they know we have the power. This is our original science when you're dealing with sex. Sudan, going back to the Kushites, this was their original teachings about sex. This is why sex was not considered to be popular but it was considered to be essential and it wasn't any taboo about it because they understood that what sex teaches us we can't read in a bible what sex teaches us we can't write in scripts sex teaches us where we truly came from and in order to be connected to the main source of where we truly came from you have to find somebody that's connected to that source meaning that their body is aware as well as their mind so how does this affect us today Nine times out of ten, you are having sex with somebody that don't even know what the hell they want to do for a living. You're having sex with a person that don't even know what love is. You're having sex with a person that doesn't even know how to experience life more than take me shopping, take me to eat, and then I guess I'm obligated to give you something in the process. If you are connected with a person that does not know any of this, that is basically unaware of who they are, there is no sense of you going to church because having sex with that person, you are going to be basically, it's inevitable that you will never experience understanding the connection with God. You might as well throw away your Bible. You might as well throw away your Septicu. You might as well throw away your Kabbalah. You might as well throw away anything that's trying to connect you to a higher power because that's the true meaning of what sex is about. Sex is about love. Sex is the act of love. Sex is about connection. How can I be in the act of connection and be disconnected at the same damn time? How is that? So basically, you know what? In the way you just said that lack of sex and drive you crazy. No, that's not what I said. What I but said is... But in layman terms... And- no, no, not even in layman terms. What I'm saying in layman terms is sex 
is the most powerful thing, powerful thing on earth. If you don't know what sex is and the origins and why you having it, then you are basically going down a rabbit's hole and you will never get out of it. Sex connects you to God. Sex is the reason why you don't need church. You don't need mosque. Sex is the connection to the answers that you need to be answered, right? But if you don't know that, you're going to be left in the dark. So basically get laid. No. Be aware of who you get laid by. Because you might be getting your spirit from a person that might believe in something that's different from God, if you know what I mean. Well, I believe in that we're just almost about a time.